Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I wanna, I wanna welcome, I wanna welcome Yitzrabinowitz back. It's, it's just, there's a good feel. There's a very good feel. Elul is a precious, precious month, a precious opportunity of growth. The last month of the year, just a precious time when Yidin all over, Amichazik, strengthen ourselves. There's such a good feel. We were Zaycha Yeshiva started this week, and Yeshiva is all over our beginning have begun a journey of sincerity, of growth. Our children have returned back to their yeshivas, to their Beis Yaakov. Just, my wife went with my daughter last night to a shir from the Beis Yaakov. That was wonderful. They came back very enthusiastic. A Rebetzin came to town and, and gave a shir. There's a tremendous enthusiasm that exists. I feel in our Chaburi here to be back. I've waited all summer. Rabbi Yechiel and I were apart. And now... We get to come back together to learn some Torah. It's, it's a good feeling to be back. So I welcome everybody back. I welcome us to this beautiful month of Elul, this precious month we have. We have Shimmy moved to town. We get to learn together. I want to share some Elul thoughts with the Chevra. It is our custom, typically, on Leil Shishi, that we're learning about. Typically, we've been studying the parsha that comes. I want a little bit focused tonight on the Tkufa Sashana that we're in. And I want to share three thoughts, two that are three. Two of the thoughts are extremely connected. But I want to share two, two, two slash three thoughts. The first thought I want to share is a thought about judgment. Elul is the last month, and it culminates Rosh Hashanah after Elul, the beginning of the year is fast coming, and we have a Yom Adin, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the Aser Simei Yom Adin. And I'm very encouraged by Din, and I've expressed this before. I was asked by a very, very close friend that you did, that we sing around the year, we sing in Yeshiva, we sing the Hashem Nitzavalov, that Hashem hovers over a human being or sits above the human being. There's Nitzav Olav and he's baiching Kloyos Falev and he checks out our hearts and Avdei Karoi are we serving properly. And we sing the song in our Tzibur, our Chaburah sings that song very, very often. Somebody says that feels so overwhelming. Hashem's there, he's like looking at us, are we making a mistake? It's such an overwhelming song, like, whoa, like, can you have a more chilled, happy, like, that's overwhelming, what is chayvus? I don't see it that way. I actually feel and felt, and it it, it actually, I don't sense that the word is he hovers to catch us, now what's going on? I sense, and then screams that a human being matters. That a human being is very significant. Our actions count. I actually think we matter a lot. We're just very relevant. You know, they have like the British tabloids follow the, the, the king, the palace, and they're so busy. What they've done, the latest, the queen went out, the cousin, they're like so busy, the tabloids in, in England with the royal family, like in every little thing, because they're the royal family and they're significant. And the master of the universe, that there's something called din, is like very, very cool. We just count and matter. 
And I'd want to read something. I was I found the sefer that, that has interest me. There's a tzaddik in Eretz Yaakov Meir Shechter, and they have beautiful shmuzim on Elul from him in this sefer that I was looking through, that I was reading and learning. And he says here something that really caught my attention. He says from Rebunim of Peshischa. The Beis Medrash Rebunim was known for honesty. That whole Beis Medrash was an honest place. Honest. I like honesty. I like a place of realness, authenticity. Just honest. Very, very honest. No games. No, no shows. Honest. Who are you? Shalom Aleichem. Who are you? The honest person within. In Peshischa, there was a tremendous, like almost above all else. They wanted honesty and pureness. So things were said. It wasn't the place of, ex- of hyperbole, exaggeration. It's a place of exactness. Rabbanim of Peshischa was Sha'amar Pami once said that you know the Maila Shakolishmi Yisrael? Said, you know the greatness of every Yid? And how far every every little action a human being, a Yid does, is so significant. He said, He like carries a pen from like one Rishos. He carries something from one Rishos. He carries to another Rishos. He's Chayiv Skila. Said Rabbanim of Sheshcha, Ro usi at kama god lo malos ishem lefesh me Yisrael. Do you see how great a soul the Yid is? And me the tovis merube chamesh me is pamim kacha. That he just moved it like he gets skill, like it mattered what he did. That's nuts. Says Yaakov Meishachter, quoting what happened. Mesupper, it is told over. When the chassidim heard the shmuz, they danced the whole night. It was simchas tayrim pshischa. Raktu, he says here. Raktu kolaisa miroiv simcha al chelkum shabacher be Hashem yisparach that we count so much. They danced the whole night. Isn't that fascinating? From the halacha that you chayiv skila, some that a person's chayiv skila for carrying, raktu kolalayla, rebunim, in just honesty, said, we, we matter a lot. Our actions matter, we like significant. So do you understand what it means about a maise mitzvah? How relevant we are, how important our actions are so powerful and matter? And when he gave it over in an honest way, which was the world of Peshesla, the Talmud were like, wow, rock to Kolaisa they danced the night away. From the tremendous joy of knowing that our actions count a lot. And there's a tremendous sense of joy that din itself brings to a person that we're significant. <laughs> Who wouldn't want this? Very, very interesting. I was watching today the Waterbury Wolfpack practice. They practiced two hours last night, two hours this afternoon. I watched them for a few minutes. I didn't watch the full two hours, but I saw about five minutes. They're practicing hard. They're going to come to like a big game, and it's a lot of stress. Hundreds of people could be watching. It's like shit. But you actually like enjoy that everybody's watching and that it's like people care. It's like so that's you practice for that, you waited for that, you anticipate that, you're significant, you matter. I mean, isn't that what everybody wants? I was talking to the coach 
you know, winning, losing, I want it to be a good experience. I said it's important, there's relevance, which if we're just a team that always loses by a lot. Relevance, I want relevance. The word relevance, like, came out when we were talking about the season. That the game matters, that people care, that people are enjoying. And isn't that what everybody strives that we count? So you say, it must be so hard, people watching? It's like, huh? That people are cheering and excited when you hit. And, ah, oh, he missed the meat. Like, people care, but it's relevance. And all this in Dvarim Shalmabekach, on our lives, that there's something called in, that it matters, our actions, that we're important. That a Maisa brings a tremendous Kiddush to the world. That the Chesed, that the activities and the actions of a Yid matter significantly. Somebody was describing to me this summer what Rav Yitz has built in upstate New York. Describing the Kiddush of the Chabura. Somebody was describing a human being actions. It reverberates. It matters around the world. It's significant. It just matters. When I went to South Africa and I met a Yid... Yid, holding on to Yiddishkeit, he was listening to a song a Bachar made in Durham, Connecticut. I was very moved by that, how powerful across the world somebody's attuned to an action, to, a, to some chaos that somebody composed and brought out and thousands of miles away somebody's impacted and holding on to a song. It's, it's cool, we matter, we're significant, we have power to our actions. And I think that a big calling of Elul, of a month where people are mechazic their actions and uplift, is at the, at the close of the year. At the close of the year, a Yid says, I may have gotten distracted during the year, a lot has gone on, but, but, but I have dreams and aspirations, my, my, my trajectory matters, my direction matters, my, and a Yid's mechazic. To serve with more sincerity, to know his actions matter, her actions matter more. There's something so beautiful about it and so simchadik. There's an underlying joy of relevance that just, you matter and you count. And isn't that cool? Isn't that positive? Isn't that powerful? Is that pressurizing? Yeah, I mean, it, it makes some degree of like, it makes that it counts. It, it counts. I mean, it's interesting if you know. My mind runs to sports. What can I do? I, Yisrael Mayer was talking something about a football game. So I said, you know, it's preseason. The games don't count. Now his innocent mind, and, and the regular season does count, count towards what? But like I was telling him, you know, the players don't really play. It's backups playing. And he's like figuring out his team he likes is a losing record. I said, it's not the players who like playing. It like made me start thinking about relevance. Now this again, Dvarim Shalmabakach. But a preseason game, the games don't count. Very chilled, and people aren't very upset when you lose. And there's a, it has less of a chiyus. And we live in a world of regular season games that our actions matter and count and are marked. And, and it, there's a care that, because we could do things that count. Because we're shayach to eternity. Because we're shayach to Hashem, the eternal one. And our actions matter and it's, it's, it, it, it counts. So I think there's a tremendous, tremendous chiyus that El brings to a person who's willing to have that chaos of a person who's significant, who matters, who counts. I think the difficulty of El is if people are run over 
and are competing in an environment of a starke el, but you don't count. So you're contradicting. I have to be the, I have to be stronger than him and him and him. El, and we're like fired up, and I can't count, but I do count. You're sending contradictory messages. I think the messages each person matters at all stages, at all levels. We're all Zeichel, we're raising our families. We all count very, very much. We're not in maybe the competitive atmosphere of a yeshiva. I think it's very complicated, the sounds of Elul, in a group where maybe we're not teaching enough that everybody counts and matters. And then you teach about a month and a time of year that says every person counts and matters. Are we giving over Elul and Din properly? In the world of Rebunim of Pshischa, Elul and Din was a call that you count. The response, the Hasidim danced. Rock to Kalalayla. There's a big tzaddik, Rav Yaakov Meishechter, saying the words that what their response, Mesopah Shal Achesh Hashem Hasidim, Dibur Niflazeh, Rock to Kalalayla, Mirav Simcha. Makes a lot of sense. They danced the whole night. So I think I don't see a record about to erupt right here, right now. It's a long week, we're tired maybe. But I do want to say that, that the, the calls of Hashem, Hashem Nitzavalov, those calls are a tremendous source of simcha that Hashem is watching and sees and encouraging and hoping and His dreams for us. There's a tremendous joy, a responsibility, Gilui Birada. Rejoice with the trepidation. Whoa, that's serious. There's a, whoa. But there's a gilu, there's a tremendous joy to that. That is the first chazal I wanted to learn. Rev. let's let's sing the song. Thank you, Lord, yes, my Lord.
I want to ask a second kasha. I'd like to ask a kasha last Shabbos Kodesh. I was zeichet to be in Blue Ridge, and I asked this kasha to the chevra. It's a kasha that I think, like any question, gets the mind working and can produce many, many good thoughts. The kasha menachem I asked the pasuk in Zechariah. The pasuk the, the navi says words to Klal Yisrael. The Navi is told to say to the Jewish people, Hashem says to Klal Yisrael, Shuvu Eilai, no Hashem. Hashem Tzavakos, Shuvu Eilai, no Hashem Tzavakos. Hashem says, come back to me, I want you. Shuvu Eilai. Words that are reverberate very, very hard, that Hashem wants us. Shuvu Eilai, come back Come back, I want you. Come back to me means I want you. I don't know another way of learning the word shuvelai. And God says, shuvelai, I'm interested in you. Come back. Shuvelai. Beautiful. I'm interested in you. So you may have strayed. You may have gotten distracted. You may have forgotten. You may have made mistakes. And he talks to every yid, wherever you find yourself. Whatever situation, the right said is shuva. The one who wants shuva calls out, Shuvelai, I want you, come back to me. Beautiful words, powerful words of the Nabi, Shuvelai. But Rev Joshua, the next words are very schwer. Then Hashem says, Hashem and I'll come back to you. What's that about? We've gotten distracted, the child, the wayward child. What's Hashem's tshuva? We always speak about our tshuva. You ever thought about God's tshuva? Vashuva aleichem, I'll return to you. And if it means, I know in a relationship, Rabbi Yassi, you need two sides. It's obvious. But saying shuva, Eli, means I want you. Come back. If you do that, Ashuva aleichem, I'll return to you. He's saying he wants Ashuva Eli. I'm interested in you. I want you. Excellent. So let's do tshuva. What's the second step? Ashuva Aleichem. For Ashuva Aleichem, I'm to the Kasha. Shuva means I'm here. We may have gotten distracted. Come back. And when you do that, I'll return to you. What's that? For Ashuva Aleichem, I'm Rashem I'll return to you. The Kasha is very, very strong. It's not a cute Kasha. <laughs> What's happening? There's the Pasuk. Shuvelai, what a call, come back, I want you. Now, automatically in Shuvelai, I understand in a relationship, both sides have to be interested. But Hashem saying Shuvelai means I'm interested in you. Means I want you. Means I want you. Means I want you. Shuvelai, I want you. So what's this response Hashem says? If you do that, I'll come to you. You said you want us. What's the truth of Hashem? Very big kasha. There's a Rabbeinu Yaina you should study in Shari Tshuva. Many of Klal Yisrael should study Shari Tshuva. This is a lot of thoughts in the first beginning of Shari Tshuva. I don't want to share all the thoughts. This Pasuk arouses thoughts. Very interesting. Shuva Eli. Rav Shloim, you ask him to the Kasha, what's the Ashiv Aleichem, Amrasha? And I'll return to you. I, if saying Shuvah Eli means you want me. 
And he says, come back, I'm interested. We come back. Hashem's waiting, the loving Father. I'll return to you. So I'd like to suggest the pshat, but I'm not the pshat a pshat. I'd like I'd really say to think about this amazing pasuk of Shuvei Lai, Hashem's beautiful call of the Navi. What's va'ashav aleichem? Amr Hashem tzvakas. So I'd like to say as follows: When you ask somebody forgiveness, somebody's upset at you, and you ask for forgiveness, it's always very challenging. Always. Because when you say sorry to anybody you harmed, they have their narrative, you have your narrative, and it's almost impossible to say sorry automatically means I understand your side. Somebody asked me, can you apologize? You say, I think you're crazy. I think you have no side, but I still want to apologize. That's ridiculous. There's no apology then. There's no such thing as an apology. I apologize mean I, I, I erred. At the point I think you're crazy, but I still want our friendship. So you're not apologizing. So I want our friendship. But I, sorry means the asking mechila means as what to ask mechila for. It means I see. Now you, will you ever understand completely with the ferocity of how they feel it? With the intensity, I should say, of how the other side feels? You'd have to be him to hear his side. You are you. You can acknowledge that I know there are two sides. And I'm trying to understand your side. And I want to apologize. I could have done it different. That's not going to be intense as the guy we want it. You know, in your sorry, you typically don't feel it with the intensity that he wants it. And I think a lot of the process of accepting Mechila, if somebody's I'm sorry means I mamish feel you and don't even have my side, there's no kunst to be Michael. He came to your side. You're like, you feel completely validated. He sees it your way. He's 100%. That I'm sorry, there's no kunst to accept that Mechila. That's a Mechila. He's mamish. He sees your side. The challenge always and the responsibility the Rambam describes if somebody asks Mechila be Michael. What's the challenge of being Michael? Is it never was the full way I want the Mechila. That's how you ask me Mechila. If you knew how much pain you'd be, Terence says, you have your side. So I'm sorry it means even with my side, episode, I can smell your side. I can like taste it a shtickle. Accepting somebody's mechilas meeting halfway. It's saying, since you're really trying and your epis understanding my side, I'll meet you halfway. Your attempt to come to me, I'll come to you halfway. And perhaps this, the words of the Navi, that I sh- the Navi delivered a message from Hashem Shuvah Now if our Shuvah would be in its full Shlemus, there'd be no need, and I'll return to you, I've come back to you Hashem. I'm the son I was supposed to be. And I'm so embarrassed with the levels of harata, the levels of regret, like I can't believe I have like levels. But let's say my tshuva is not that intense, it's just an attempt at being better, an understanding I can improve. Let's say the tshuva lie doesn't have the full intensity, like every apology. Hashem says, Hashem talks, I'll meet you. We said if you're returning, come back. So I'm back. So what's the what's the room for Ashvalechma? It means I'll meet you halfway. Would it be just that I see an attempt to move closer? 
an attempt to understand, an attempt to live with more sincerity, says Hashem, I'll meet you, I'll return to you, I'll do tshuva to you. I'll find you, I'll meet you halfway. I have the full understanding in the shuvelai, where the call to be heeded is shuvelai, that you just back with Hashem with the full intense feelings. There's no need for But even if our shuva attempts of living sincerely with authenticity, if we're just moving in the right direction, says Hashem, I'll meet you. Says Hashem, I'll meet you right there. Wherever you are, wherever you get, but it's beget their shuvelai, you've heeded the call of a person returning, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you there. I think that's any time where Michael, there's a beginner of that of saying that I don't know if you understand the way I feel. I don't know if you can apologize with the intensity of what I experienced. But I do get a sense you're trying to understand me. I am Michael, I'll meet you. Wherever you came to greet me, I'll meet you there. It doesn't have the intensity I want from you. It doesn't have the full depth. I don't know if you're capable of it, I'll meet you there. And perhaps Hashem says that to every single Yid like, Come, take a step. Make a little move. And wherever you get to, wherever place that there's an attempt, but there's some heeding of the call, I'll meet you right there. If you came fully back, there'd be no Indian of the Tshuva of Hashem returning to us. But wherever you are, there I'll meet you. I'll come. I'll be there. I'll be sharing my Shechina on you because there was a call of Shuvei That's the Pshat of Shraga that I want to suggest in this Pasuk. I'm open to interpretations and accepting and aware that there's a whole way of learning here. There is a, there is a Mahalas. I'm not saying it as the only Pshat. I want, sometimes a Kasha works for you. It, it brings you place. It gets you thinking. And this Kasha, just hearing Hashem's word, being honest, made me think of this, that the call of Shuvei where a person to heed the call of Shuvei then the next one is, I'll meet you, I'll return to you. You said, Shuvei he'll meet me somewhere. So, so that, that's the second idea that I wanted to share with the Hevra. Really, I said that two that are, I, I had three ideas, but really two that were very tied. I want to share a Svasemis that I learned with some of the Hevra on Shabbos again, after diving a Parshish Kiseitse. But I want to share, Yitz wasn't, Yitzla wasn't there. So I want to share this same, I'm, I'm saying, I guess, I'm not an expert in Svasem, as far from it. A rookie learning Svasem. So again, I can't blame what I'm about to say on the Svasem. I can say in learning Svasem, it was more me to think about the following point. I'd like to share it with the Hever. In, in Kiseitse, it says that two nations, Amun and Mayav, are not let to marry in. Amayni even ten generations forever these two nations are precluded from marrying a Yid what for? Aldivar for the matter Asher for the matter if it sounds redundant Rashi has the Kesha when you were in the desert they didn't bring out bread and water they didn't bring out to you they weren't so nice and furthermore, they hired Bilam to curse you. Now this was not a sweet little curse to Klal They wanted him to annihilate us. And Frek the Svasem is very strange. 
Two things. First of all, they weren't so nice to us. They didn't bring out bread and water. We were not desperate. We had the Miriam. We had Gishmaka water. Better than anything they can give us. We had man. We were in a good straits. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they did. I don't know if to Umais knew what we had. But basic generosity and pleasantness. You know, a guy comes to your house, a traveler, you give him a cup of water. Trust me, every Jewish person has in the car some warm water, some warm seltzer. But give him a, take a cup out of the fridge or give him something. You give him, it's basic respect to the traveler. Now they're in that car, they have some fizz to help Pepsi, I'm sure. They've been driving a long way to come. They drive from far places. They have some, some defizzed Pepsi in their car. But the basic decency, they're in your house. Give them a glass of cold soda or something. So these two nations, first of all, they didn't give lechem umayim. We were traveling in the desert, and like kid Mu'ashem, they didn't bring out lechem umayim. Second of all, they tried to annihilate us. Yet ask the Sfasemis, that's bizarre. Just say they try to annihilate us. You, you don't say, you know, we're, we're really mad at the Nazis. You know, first of all, they really didn't smile so nicely at us. Really, it was not pleasant. Second, they tried to, Billam tried to curse us to, to, to annihilate our nation. And they can't marry a Yid for the extreme of Rav, Rishas. And it starts, they didn't bring out Lechmumayim. Now we studied the Ramban, I'm not, I'm not, there's a Ramban here, Kafli Toiv, Yidn are thankers, they have no Sh'ar Zayd Avram, save light. Good, very important. I want to address this Vasemis. What's happening, the two things, first of all, they weren't so sweet, they didn't bring Lechmumayim, and second of all, they try to annihilate us. If I understand this Vasemis, there's something magical he's saying. I've seen elsewhere like, like echoes of this in the Sfas Emes. I want to share this with everybody. I think it means something. Klal Yisrael means we're a nation who, we are the Am Hashem. We are the Am Hashem. We're the nation who keeps Shabbos Kodesh. We're the nation who are called Yehudim. We thank Hashem. We are the people that have an ice on our body of connection to God, connection to Hashem. The Umais see us, deal with us, have some contact with us, and we're the ambassadors of the Rabbinic Shloylam. And we're a light onto the nations. They learn about sincerity, authenticity, godliness. They see a nation of Gemilus Chasadim, of Goimli Chasadim. And we inspire the world to godliness. And a connection to a Yid, a connection to a Yid is the connection to Hashem Himself. It's through a connection with the Am Hashem. Through a connection to us, one comes and gets connected to Hashem. One learns about Hashem. One learns about loyalty. One learns about the possibility of a connection to Hashem. Says the Sfas Emes, bringing Lechem Umayim to a Yid represents epis, epis, a connection to Hashem. Some part that you found the connection to Hashem. Says the Sfas Emes, you could have terrible chatoim, Ammon and Mayev had rage and anger. They hired Bilam to curse us. So they did. They were scared, insecurity, and worried. We cat tack and did bad affairs. But says this Fasemis, it's clear that if they brought out Lechem and Mayim, then they still survive. If there's epis, epis, a place of connection to Hashem, 
You have distance, you have farness, you have confusion. But you brought out Lechem Umayim to the Yid. Then they survive, then they can marry a Yid, they perpetrate. But at the point that there's not even that little part that Kadma Atzma Belechem Umayim. So Svasema says what's being said here is they had terrible affairs. But it has to speak out. They didn't even bring out Lechem Umayim to the Yid. They can have the bad stuff and the complicated stuff, but if they also had a part, ep is something that they, that they connected to the Am Hashem, namely they connected to Hashem, then they survive. Then they thrive, then it becomes more. I want to say something to the Chavri here. I'm taught, something that happened to me in South Africa that's very, very meaningful to me. It's, 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 it's saying something to my own Elulzman, to my own growth, and I want to share it with my friends. My wife and I took a cable car to the top of Tabletop Mountain, in I believe that's what it's called, in South Africa, in Cape Town. At the top of this beautiful mountain, I meet a Yid. I meet a Yid. She's a grandmother, about 80 years old. Dawn is her name. She's a fromir, a loyalist Hashem. She put me in touch with her grandson who's studying Torah in Eretz Yisrael. She, on, on top of tabletop, she was calling her grandson. We got him for a few seconds. It kept going dead. She put him back on the phone. The connection was like, was weak, but the connection was also there. The grandmother, she wanted me to meet her grandson who's studying Torah in Eretz Yisrael. I got to speak to him for a few seconds. He must have been like, you know, the, the, the over-excited the grandmother who meets a from yet on top of a mountain in, in Cape Town and her son, grandson's in Eretz Yisrael. And she wanted me to say hello. She was telling me, look at her grandson studying Torah, the pride, the nachas. So she told me about her zeda. She had a grandfather who you and I wouldn't call from. It was a Yid. It was a Yid. And she said that he was buried in Cape Town. The details, I have to call Dawn, the details I remember was the, this Yid's wife was buried in Eretz Yisrael. I don't want to make the story something about 25 years after he passed away. She had a Cyrus that her grandfather was buried in Cape Town should be buried next to her grandmother who was buried in Eretz Yisrael. She told me how it happened that the grandma was buried there. Yeah, I don't remember those details. She wants, she's now from God-fearing person, she's thinking about eternity, he should be buried next to her. So he asked the Rav, could he rebury his grandfather? She has to rough. So the rough fast that she said she called the God. I believe she told me who it was, I don't remember. She, and the Rav said if they had Shalom Bais. Interesting. The, the Rav asked her, did they get along? She said they were excellent friends. He said, rebury him, Teretz Yisrael. So she hires Hevra Kedisha to dig up the body of her Zayda to bring Teretz Yisrael. She was there. They dig up the body. And they start screaming, this is a lady, an intelligent, sophisticated, rational lady. They start screaming, Sadiq, Sadiq, Sadiq. They start shouting, she told me. She was like, what's, what are you guys shouting? They were building up his body, screaming, Sadiq. They said his body looked, and she was made. The body looked like they buried him that day, full, 20, 25 years later. Like he was buried that day. They said, who was this? Who was he? She described his honesty in business. He was very, very honest. And she told me stories of his honesty in business. And his body was the body of the tzaddik, untouched. His granddaughter, 
grandson is learning Torah in Eretz Yisrael. And I say about a Yid, a Yid is precious. And I say about a Yid, bring your Lechem Umayim Tashem. Find that place of sincerity and the Yid moves forward. The Yid moves forward and the Yid has a, grand, a granddaughter who's Chayzer B'Tshuva, Chayzeris B'Tshuva. Has a granddaughter's grandson who's learning Torah in Eretz Yisrael. That the sight of moving closer to Hashem, certainly we want to we wanna, we wanna keep and we want to stay and we want to grow. Finding that place, would it be that Amun and Mayav, they, they had big things, big things to contend with. But if they had just brought Lechem Umayim to a Yid, the Lechem Umayim that just made sense, these people, they're not passing through your country, you're old enemies with them, you have had complicated history, but you know what? They're Zayd to save your Zayd. You say, we're very complex, we have funny attitudes to you, we've done some bad stuff to you. But you know what? A little Rachmanus, here's some Lechem, here's some Mayim. Forever they'd be allowed to marry a Yid. You know why? Because they connected to Hashem. Because they found the place of yes connecting. Then there wouldn't be the harsh, it wouldn't be, there'd be actually a movement towards, they'd actually would marry Yidin. And they'd actually have descendants that were servants of Hashem. Was there a movement towards? You have some Yid in the middle of Cape Town, was an Erlich Yid. He was honest, that was his, that was his connection to Emes. To Hashem was Chaysama, his Emes. The Yid's tzaddik, he's a movement towards God, his granddaughters, Shaymet Taira Mitzvah, his granddaughter's grandsons, learning Taira and Eretz Yisrael. It's no wonder he did his with sincerity, with authenticity, he did his. And I say to all of us, to be from Haley Yidin, I say, let's heed the call of Shuvei Let's heed, we hear, me and you are very shy of tell. Let's hear the call of Shuvelai and Elul so preciously we could be more careful not to knock another person. Elul we could find a little more patience and love and understanding for our children. We could be more giving to our spouse. We could learn another few minutes of Torah. We can push and daven a little with a little more focus, a little more kavana. We're shayich to heed the call of Shuvelai, each of us in our own unique way. But it's not, it's, not a, it's not an all or nothing. It's not, it's not the nature of the Shuvei To me, it's clear that Hashem responds a Shuvei Leichem, that there must be, we're not fully back. But a call of Shuvei Hashem, He doesn't tell us how much. Something that could be called, we've answered Shuvei and Hashem responds, Ashev Aleichem, Amr Hashem Tzvakas, I'll meet you. You move, you're begedder, Shuvei I'll meet you right there. I would wonder how far our Shuvei Lai, I have no right to say how far does it have to go. Anything that means we've heard the call Shuvei Lai. Here in this Svasemis it seems rather, rather like not such, they brought out a little water. Epis, it's like it almost was chemical. There are two sins. They try to annihilate us and they didn't bring water to us. Like, hello? He says if they would have brought water then the deep bad things they've done, but they brought water to us. The episode, there was something where they moved closer to Hashem. There was some call that they heeded. It was like, it doesn't, that's no halfway. Bringing water is no halfway tshuva of a lot worse sins. But if they epis moved towards, they epis made like a little move, they brought out a little lechem to a yid. They gave a yid epis like bring out a sandwich for the yid who's hungry. That connection to Hashem, it would have been, there wouldn't have been this gzeir, lo yavi amani mayavi b'kal Hashem. 
And the encouragement to us who are in the Kal Hashem, we're in that Machnev Kal Hashem, that those slight movements, those, those movements, those sincere movements, those in the areas that we can easily connect to, that we easily can mean something to us, and we make that, we heed that call. So to me, that's a Yid responding to a Shuvei like call. I certainly, in a month of Elul, when Klai Yisrael's Mechazik, and Klai Yisrael strengthens itself in the final month of the year, I think us to, to really listen to a call, to know that we're shayach to a precious month of chizuk, a little of, of encouragement, to hear the simcha of this month and, and the time periods coming to us. Raktu kol alayla. They heard about the Chiv Misa for Yidus Mechalal Shabbos. And the, the, when the Rabbunim of explained that the Yid's actions matter, Raktu kol alayla. So I say with the excitement of Yidin to say, we count, we matter, each and every one of us. Let's be mechazik in a month that we're very, very shy to. A month that a Yidin, the last month of the year, like, oh, oh, I got a little distracted. Okay, back to business. Let's get focused at a time period when there's a tremendous hischadshus in our nation. Our children are back to yeshiva. Our daughters are back to Beis Yaakov. Let's find that, all find in us like a newest excitement, a newest hischadshus, a new push. To, like to find an, an area that talks to us, an area that's not old, an area that resonates by us, and be mechazek a little with some chaos, with some energy that mechazek shuvei we like moved there's chaos, there's meaning to it I told the bacher today I told the bacher today, a guy lost 70 pounds, a beautiful bacher so we were, guys are celebrating him so I wanted him to know. I called him over and I said like this. I said, I loved you before. You had the 70 pounds. Now you're missing. There's not a celebration of, of wow, now you're so, now you, so you, you were heavy there. Now you skip. The celebration is that you have chios. That you're alive. That you're building. You're constructing. But I'm congratulating and hugging you and celebrating. You were wonderful then. But there's a chios of construction. And I say to us all, let's have the chios. Let's go, let's go, let's go. A chiyos of construction. There's such a chiyos of movement and construction. We're wonderful, we're wonderful people. Let's build. Let's ever fresh shuve light. Move a little forward. Take a few steps forward. There's such a chiyos. And we're shy to it. We're shy to it. We're so young. We're so capable of movement. We're, let's be fresh. Let's be young. Let's not be stale. Let's move a little bit. So we'll lose a pound or two. So we'll, we'll do a little bit. Like move, movement, chiyos. So my bracha and my encouragement to all of us is we should have the chiyos to hear the shuvei like all the chiyos that Elul, the shayfer of Elul is a precious shayfer of we're shayek to like to come back to push a little bit to get a little closer and certainly Hashem will keep His promise of wherever we are meeting us there and responding with our little chizik we open kepischle shalmacha ani eftach lachem kepischle shalulam you have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myramakaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203 312 shas. That's 203 312 7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.